This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And it is Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson with you following the Warriors 115-111 win in Boston as the Dubs get it done once again. That makes it a clean 10 consecutive victories for the Golden State Warriors as they win it. Figure out a way to get it done. Uh, a whole lot of defense and high energy and intense basketball both ways with uh, neither team really able to execute at the highest of levels down the stretch. But the Warriors figure out a way to earn themselves another road win as this team continues to get it done away from Oracle Arena and get it done, period, Guru. Uh, just uh, I think all in all, you go into Boston on a Saturday night and a nationally televised game, with the target on your back, and you figure out a way to get out of there with a win, really, to me, any way you do it, it's a good win. Yeah, and, J.D., a shocker here. I didn't play uh, one play, but uh, I feel like I need a shower. This was everything it was built to be. It was a great game, and I don't want to hear the naysayers say, oh, they played the Lakers. They were without such and such. Oh, they played the Clippers. They're losing. This was a great game, and I could go six more seven-game series. If this is a preview of the NBA Finals, I'm all in, but the Dubs get the win, and I don't even know where to start, J.D. It was fantastic. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program if you want to weigh in on this one as the Warriors win at 115-111. to As Golden State now a winning streak of at least 10 games in each of the last six seasons, that matches an NBA record set by the San Antonio Spurs from 2010 through 2016. So the Warriors going back now this, the sixth straight year where Golden State has had at least a 10-game winning streak. Impressive. We were wondering about a month ago, month and a half ago, when everybody came back and the Warriors started to get healthy, minus DeMarcus Cousins, when this team was going to get on a roll, I think we all believed it was going to happen in early December. Well, the reality is it started January 5th, three weeks ago tonight in Sacramento. The Warriors found a way to win that game late on a Saturday night, and they've carried it through now to 10 games in the last 22 days and another victory tonight. Yeah, and I believe it was all fueled by James Harden coming in here with the injury-riddled Houston Rocket team you know, letting the world know just how fantastic he was and did it in their building, laid an L on this Warrior team. And then when they went up to that game, you talk about in Sacramento to where it almost got snatched out of their hands, J.D., I was like, "Uh uh-oh, is there going to be a hangover effect? And they've just switched it right now, 180. This is the best team in basketball. They're playing like it. And... I don't know, J.D., but it felt like DeMarcus Cousins to me, and I like what I see, shot the ball 20 times. 
He only nine. Oh, he only had nine field goal attempts. Yeah, he had nine field goal. I'm attempts. enamored with everything he's doing. I don't think I'm just by myself. He ended up with eight rebounds. He had three assists. He had three steals in the game tonight, including a couple of big steals. Wow! A block shot. Uh, his, you know, he still was a little clunky with his timing in terms of fouls, and probably should have fouled out of the game. Uh, we uh, talked about it. We would have blew the whistle. Too on a short call that went to Sean Livingston. The officials strategically gave the foul to Livingston, which allowed Cousins to come in the game. But once he was allowed to come remain in the game, Cousins actually made some big plays as he finished his stretch, which led up to the final stretch. Yeah, he game. picked uh, the guy with the best handles in the league, uh, Uncle Drew, Kyrie Irving. That was a big one. But I am noticing this, not being negative, J.D., and it's not Cousins' fault yet. Nobody's cutting when he has the ball. It's almost like we just want to watch the big fella get busy. And to the detriment of the offense, when he doesn't make the bucket, you're like, what's going on? I like to see more movement for other players when Cousins has the ball. 888-957-9570. Again, the phone number to participate in the program as it is Warriors Wrap-Up. Brought to you by Realtor.com. Tenth straight victory for the Warriors. It's nine straight wins on the road. It's 13 of the last 14 on the road going back to December 3rd. Impressive, impressive stuff. Uh, as the Warriors at one point were looking like they may be under 500 on the road for the first time in the Steve Kerr era. Well, now they're all the way up to 17-8 and eight away from Oracle Arena, and that's the best road record in the NBA. When you look at this collection of talent, are you shocked, J.D.? Because I feel like as we go further along, the numbers are going to just become, you know, prettier to look at. But I'm not shocked. There's nothing you can tell me right now that makes me think, okay, wow, how did they do that? This is what they're supposed to do, and now you implement DeMarcus Cousins onto this team. J.D., I just feel like it's a wrap for the rest of the Western Conference. Look, if if you're looking for games that mean something during a regular season, I think tonight's a game uh, you can bookmark as, hey, that game meant something. You know, the Celtics had their guys, the Warriors had their guys in Boston, yeah. hostile environment, National TV. Saturday night, everybody watching the ball game tonight, and the Warriors figure out a way to get it done. How did they get it done? Well, it was a little bit of everybody pitching in, really. In in the first quarter, it was Kevin Durant's show. Kevin Durant, 14 points in the first quarter, 6 of 11 shooting. Second quarter, Curry hits five threes. Wow, man. Hits five straight threes. There you go. 17 points in the quarter for Curry after not scoring at all in the first quarter. And then Boston goes, though, on a on a 13-to-1 run late in the quarter, so it winds up being a close game. Warriors led 29-26 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, at halftime, it was a two-point game uh, with the Warriors uh, in the lead. Uh, the Warriors were able to push it up to six going to the fourth quarter with an 11-1 run late in the third quarter. But the Celtics just have a knack, Guru, of, of hanging in the game against the Warriors, even when it feels like the Warriors are playing well and the Celtics weren't playing well. They they went on a few runs yeah. tonight that really put uh, Golden State. I, I thought I looked up at the score a couple of different times, and I thought the Warriors should be up more. Felt and they like, weren't. Yeah, I'm with you. And to Bo- i got to be honest, Boston took some some bad shots in crunch time, J.D., when they were on a roll, they were flowing. You know, they'd get a turnover and come down and just jack up a three. We saw uh, Kyrie Irving do it. He's their leader a couple of times. Marcus Smart do it. 
and they hit back, back iron. You know, it wasn't even close. And I'm saying to myself, why wouldn't you try to get a two? Why wouldn't you try to maximize this possession or get a better three? But they came down, and I felt like for a little bit, it was run and gun. Old school Doug Mo, Dan Issel. They, they were letting it fly from deep. 73 threes between the two teams. But Boston, when they look back on this game, they jacked up some threes at least four or five times. I can count, J.D., to where I said the the crowd was ready. <gasps> Wake next hell, Whitney Houston. And it didn't happen because they, they missed the threes, and they didn't need them at that juncture. And it looked like the Warriors were starting to take control late third, early fourth. But the Celtics, uh, a 7-0 run to start the fourth. And, and then from the six-minute mark... Uh, to the 430 mark, the Warriors had a quick 7 nothing run, so it looked like they were taking control, but then back comes Boston again, and it winds up just being this back-and-forth affair. Hey, hey, don't ever don't ever say, Goo, that the Warriors don't get the benefit of the whistle Uh-oh, or that the going? Warriors don't get the benefit of going to the free-throw line because Golden State essentially won this game tonight at the free-throw line. But I felt like they earned it. I don't feel like there were a lot of bogus calls and. Uh, okay, you cite this one game if there were a few, but it's still the Warriors don't get the calls that I feel like a team of their stature should get, especially Steph Curry. Well, they shot 34 free throws tonight. Whoa. They made 29 of them, including 17 consecutive free throws. 34. The Celtics, 14 for 15 at the line. So the Warriors had a 15-point advantage at the free throw line, which helped offset the nine-point advantage that the Celtics had at the three-point line. So the Warriors were, were getting fouled. They, the Celtics fouled the three-point shooter, what, three different yeah. times? KD was a beneficiary of one. And and the Warriors, when they went to the rack, Boston was fouling them and, and putting them on the free-throw line tonight. So the Warriors end up 29 for 34 at the line. Kevin Durant, 12 of 13. James Harden-like. DeMarcus Cousins wound up going to the free-throw line the second most. Uh, of any Warriors player, six for seven for Demarcus Cousins. So six of his fifteen were from the free throw line. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Warriors win at one fifteen to one eleven. And oh by the way, Goo, it, the story of the game may have been a couple of free throws that weren't made. Draymond Green misses a pair with the Warriors up by two, but Marcus Smart, not a very smart. Uh, did he play. overplay the rebound? What was he doing? He came crashing into the lane. The the ball went off oh, long. Man. Nobody blocked out oh, the shooter. Good Lord. And Draymond Green looked like he could have let the ball bounce and hit the floor and still grabbed it. Yeah, but he got rid of it like it was a hot potato because he didn't want no part of going back to that line. Gave it to Steph, and you know the rest. Yeah, so the Warriors wind up giving it to Steph, and Curry hits a couple of free throws, so Golden State ends up with the lead of 115-111. to 111. They go on to win it 115-111. to 111. All right, uh, let's get to the phones here on Warriors Wrap-Up and hear from the fans brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. We start with James in San Francisco on 95.7 The Game. Hey, James. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, James? Good. Uh, hey, just wanted I, you kind of stole my thunder there, but I thought the play of the game was just the complete la- lack of blocking out the shooter on the free throw, which is, I mean, just totally unheard of in my mind. But um, I just wanted to say that that kind of summed it up for the for the for the game for me. Yeah, and the Warriors made a lot of hustle plays tonight. Thanks, James. The Warriors made a lot of hustle plays tonight. I thought the Warriors played with the right spirit tonight. They were into the game. They were engaged. They weren't perfect. It was ugly at times. Boston started fast. I was a little worried. I was like, uh-oh. But they got their composure, and you're right. Iguodala came in, 
He gave him a you know twenty seven hard minutes. Sean Livingston, I've been on him a lot, but I like his effort and and just the uh, the balance. His footwork tonight, I felt like it was more Sean Livingston. He didn't light it up uh, four or six from the field, eight points. I like what I saw. That was the old Livingston tonight. Big question was going to be DeMarcus Cousins because it looked like tonight was going to be the first night where Cousins got that run at the start of the fourth quarter. And Cousins, as I look at the box score, he winds up playing 23 minutes. And it, tonight was the game where he gets the run at the start of the fourth or fourth quarter. And I'm thinking, well, how long is this going to go? And this might be the kind of game, even though they're trying to limit well, him to around 24, 25 minutes, this might be the first one of those games where it's close. They're playing a team they might see down the line. Cousins was starting to have an impact toward the end of his stint in the game. This was a game where I thought, well, DeMarcus Cousins is probably going to want to finish this game, but you knew by the way it was playing out, that he wasn't going to wind up finishing the game. The Hamptons five were on the floor with Iguodala and the other four All-Stars with 325 to go, uh, and the Warriors played really good defense in that final 325, which, which ultimately allowed them to prevail in this thing. Yeah, no doubt. And Cousins, I call him the big bear, uh, coming off that, that uh, severe injury he had, J.D., so I'm not going to go too hard on him in regard to fouls. But yet, again, this is another game that he had five fouls. And I saw Boston have some success to where they get him outside of the key and run some pick-and-roll action. And the big fella's kind of on no man's land because, you know, he, he's a big guy, J.D., and I'm, I just know what you put on tape other coaches will revisit and try to use their, to their advantage. But Cousins, again, Played a good game, but was one foul away from being out of this game. And probably, in, in all fairness, probably should have been out of the well, game. We both said that to each other behind we, the We scenes. both thought, all right, that's yeah. it. That DeMarcus is fouled out, but they wound up giving the foul yeah. to Sean Livingston. You and think they, they know Cousins what, the ramifications of it? Yeah, that was yeah, the old okay. Shaq foul. <laughs> oh, it was the guy next That to was it, the yeah. old Shaq foul. Derek Fisher picked up there about 100 of those fouls, I think, in his career. <laughs> Derek Fisher's carrying those Saturday night on ABC. He's carrying those those fouls to his grave. The the one that the one that Sean Livingston picked up for Demarcus Cousins to stay in the game. Uh, Cousins had an impact on the game. I, I think he's still working his way back in to things. I mean, he hit a three pointer, hit a three, was able to score inside, got to the free throw line. I thought he had some big rebounds. I mean, it's it's still very much a work in progress. There were times where he couldn't get out on Al Horford. Uh, and Horford was able to knock yeah. down a jumper. Horford able to knock down a three. But I think, all in all, I've been more impressed with the the way he's moved, I think, than I thought I was going to be a week and a day into this I'm, thing. I'm totally with you, especially after what I just said about him and, and, and the possible concerns. J.D., don't forget this. He's went to the floor more than a few times, and I'm saying to myself, go, and he gets right back up. He's ready. It's just about his uh, endurance and wind. And when he gets up to par, I think we won't see him uh, with five fouls and only a short 23-minute you know, night. And he played eight minutes without committing that sixth foul, even though maybe he actually did commit the sixth foul. But he winds up four of nine, 15 points, eight boards, three assists. He hit the three that you mentioned, and I think the six of seven from the line and really the free throws that, that Durant and Cousins, you combine them 18 for 20 between those two at the free throw line, and that winds up being a, a significant difference in this game where the Warriors shot it 16 fewer times. Uh, 
83 shots for the Warriors. Boston played D. 99 shots for the Celtics. But the Warriors, again, made up for that uh, at the free throw line. 888-957-9570. That's where Charlie checks in here. Charlie, you were on Warriors wrap-up with Daryl the Guru Johnson and John Dickinson. Hey, hey, what's up, fellas? Guru. Hey, hey, hey. Another Warrior win, Charlie. No, playoff intensity, man. Loved it, loved it. Uh, A couple of quick observations. I thought one of the bigger plays, I don't know if you guys mentioned it, I just tuned in to you guys, was uh, Boogie tipping, uh, poking the ball away out of uh, Irving's, uh, Kyrie Irving's hand, uh, hand late in the game. I thought that was a huge defensive play. Um, I loved, I thought it was, inter- I don't know if I loved it, but I thought it was interesting that he had, they had Boogie and Looney on the court at the same time. I thought that was an interesting look. Um, and I think what hurt Boston at the end was they, like you guys were saying, they just settled for these outside shots and they were just hoisting these shots. And, 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 um, whereas the Warriors were getting into that mid range and they were going to the basket and, uh, a great win for this team. I, I agree with Guru. I, I, this team is unstoppable. I, I, um, I, I hope they go, what are they, 35 and 14? I want them to go 68 and 14. And sixteen and zero in the playoffs. I want complete domination. I'm loving it. Char- guys. Charlie, let me ask you this before you go. Uh, we love the Warriors. We're the Warriors' flagship. But I gotta tell you, I walk away from this game impressed with Boston. Even though I think down the stretch, you know they went about it wrong, trying to get threes instead of twos. But Boston limited Steph Curry to 15 shots. Clay only 16. To me, that's a victory and win in itself. And there's not a lot of teams that can that have the firepower defensively to keep up with the Warriors. See, I, I completely agree. Boston, they're a great defensive team. I think if they were to play the Warriors in a playoff series, which is probably most teams, but if Kyrie Irving doesn't go off to the Celtics mm-hmm. tonight, the Warriors win by 15, 20 points. They they don't have another scoring option that's mm-hmm. as dominant as Irving, in my opinion. I know Tatum is pretty good, and, and Al Hawford can put up some points. But you just pointed it out. Uh, John pointed out Durant had a great first quarter, and then he got cold, and then Curry had a great second quarter. Right, it's on there. So I agree with you, Boston. If they played, it would be a tight series. But unless Irving is dominating, uh, I, I don't see it being that competitive. I mean, each game could be tight, but it would be a five-game series. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, somebody else texted in what Charlie said. I didn't get that takeaway that Boston needs another score. I mean, who doesn't? But. I felt like they did it by committee, led by Kyrie. And the knock on Boston is that they have Kyrie, and then they have a bunch of really good players, but they don't have a second great player. Mm. Like they, you know, Mm. Kyrie's a great player. Who's their second great player? And and you start to go Tatum and Horford and Hayward if he's healthy, and Jalen Brown and Rozier. You got a lot of good players, but none of those guys, at least at this stage, are another great player. Now Tatum may have played at that level last year without Kyrie and without Hayward during their postseason run. Jalen Brown may have approached it, but those guys have been tamped down a little bit, I think, based on the just the mere presence of having Kyrie Irving back in the fold with Gordon Hayward as well. David in San Jose is up next here on Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. David, you are on 95.7 The Game. Hey, how's it going, you guys? I just wanted to call in and just say I thought the market played pretty good coming off the injury. I like that play where um, Horford missed the three and he hustled down and he got the foul. I thought he, his mindset is, is there to win. I just think his body has to catch up. But um, 
I do want to ask you about, guys, kind of a scary lineup if it works out well. You have Kawhi Looney, you have KD, and you have DeMarcus Cousins all at the floor at the same time. I don't think we've seen three seven-footers on this roster on the floor at the same time. I just want to get what you guys think about that. Yeah, that was a new wrinkle. It wasn't for very long, and thanks, David, for the phone call, but yeah, it was a new wrinkle. I like it, and, you know, it reminded me of old school. Well, you know, Ra- I, I know it's not Ralph Sampson and Akeem. That's only two, but when you when you got three guys like that, good Lord, rebounds are coming your way. And the one thing about Looney is Looney – Looney doesn't have to play the five. Looney can play the four, and, and a lot of times when if Draymond Green is out, you know, in the past, he, him and him and Jordan Bell would play yeah. some four. Yeah, and Looney, uh, to his credit, was three of five, but it's when he gets the ball, if he doesn't lose it, he's going up and he's dunking it like he did tonight. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's John Dickinson. It's Daryl the Guru Johnson. Warriors wrap up. Warriors win it 115 to 111 in Boston. They've won 10 in a row on a night that winds up being a milestone night for Steve Kerr. We'll tell you why coming up. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors heading back to the hotel in Boston nice. tonight. Feeling good <laughs> after that 115-111 victory over the Boston Celtics. I'm going to tell you, we haven't seen Philly yet. We've seen Toronto. We've seen Milwaukee. We haven't seen Indiana yet, although I think you have to disqualify them yeah, because scratch of the, them off the, list. Or right. the depot yeah. injury. Terrible. I want to see Warriors-Celtics in the finals. Oh, no doubt. And now the Sixers are without Jimmy Butler, lost tonight in Denver. I, without him, I don't think they have a chance. I'd like to see Embiid and Cousins. but High-level game, no high-level competitiveness. Boston could have won it. Boston could have won this game. Tremendous environment to see the environment there at the TD Garden tonight. I mean, it just it, it just comes through the television. It comes to the television. It comes to the radio. You can feel it. To have the back and forth between the crowd at Oracle in what would be the final games at Oracle Arena, and to have the crowd, you know, that Boston Celtics history of winning seventeen championships more than anybody else, and the parquet floor, and the glow of the like leprechaun in the at center court. I want to see Warriors Celtics in the NBA Finals in June. Yeah, I guess it actually believe, technically starts May thirtieth. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Toronto at this juncture, but if it's Boston, count me in. But let me know real quick if I'm being too harsh. All I hear every day is how great of a coach Brad Stevens is. The Celtic players brought it tonight, but I was shocked that they hoisted up forty threes and a bunch came when one possession would have gave them a lead or a six or eight or a ten point lead. So they went for the jugular too much. And I felt like the Brad Stevens last year would have called a timeout, not because things were bad, just because, hey, this is an important possession, let's draw something up. Too many times the Celtics had a chance to put a dagger in the Warriors' heart, 
and they just tried to beat the Warriors at the Warriors game, shooting a three. Well, I think the Warriors bait you into playing that wow. way. Wow, ba- look at you. I think that, I mean, the Warriors are so good at it, that, and I think that the te- other teams want to get up and down and play that way. I think when the Warriors do it, teams like, yeah. almost think it's easy. <laughs> wow. And then you figure out that it's not easy. I'll tell you another thing the Warriors deserve a lot of credit for down the stretch. And we were talking about Durant, the 14 in the first quarter, Curry, the 17 in the second quarter. You may have had Clay Thompson hit the biggest shot of the game. He hit a three to, to, to get the Warriors the lead. But the biggest two shots of the game tonight for the Celtics down the stretch were taken by Marcus Smart and Marcus Morris. Well, guess what? That I'll live with that every that, day, that, all day. That's a tribute to the okay. Warriors' defense. Yeah, and they, they tightened it up. Because they didn't let Kyrie Irving or Al Horford make the play and take the shot in those situations. And when it was not Kyrie Irving or Al Horford or Jason Tatum, it was tough sledding for the Celtics to to get shots to fall for the most part on this night. Yeah, and again, you just pointed it out, a credit to the Warriors' defense, but DeMarcus Cousins with, to me, one of the – I'm going to call it the play of the game. He used that big long arm. I thought it could have been his uh, sixth foul – and he knocked the ball away. It was a steal. We're going the other way. <sighs> Bucket. Big night for Steve Kerr as well, Guru. As Steve Kerr gets his 300th career regular season coaching victory in Boston in his 377th game. Wow, so on. he is 377. Is that a 933 winning percentage? I, I'm just throwing it. I'm guessing. eight eight eighty. 300th win in the fewest amount of games, not only in NBA history, 300th win in the fewest fewest amount of games in professional sports history for Steve Kerr, according to the Elias Sports Bureau. Pat Riley earned his 300th in 416 games. So Steve Kerr did it in basically 40 fewer games. Man, and you could give me all that uh, malarkey about, oh, he's got the Splash Brothers and this and that, but damn it, he's got to coach him. He's got to keep egos in check, especially now when KD came. Could have been a chance to kind of break it up or jealousy or spite. None of that happened. It's just been enhanced. Kudos to uh, Steve Kerr, man. And Guru, because I'm a stickler for accuracy, it's a seven. It's a 7 9 Six. So that would be eight hundred. Eight, yeah. yeah. Basically eight hundred yeah. if you round, round up. Round up. Eight hundred if you want to round up. That's but yeah, incredible man. So congratulations to Steve Kerr, three hundredth win in his three hundred and seventy seventh game. Best coach in the association right now. He's up there. I, I mean, who would you? I mean, he's up there. Brad Stevens. Second? Brad Stevens would get some votes. All right. I, I think if you're if you're taking a poll of of everybody. I'm I'm going through the list. Yeah. You know, Popovich would probably still All get right. some votes. Right. Yeah, Budenholzer would get some votes. I think Quinn Snyder might get some votes. Well, Kerr right now, it's his league right now because he's got the bling bling. He's got the bling bling. Yeah, three and four. And and he and look, he he walked into a great situation. And and Steve Kerr is never one to not acknowledge that. I like that. Go ahead, humble man. He 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 will acknowledge. Yeah, hey, I walked into a great situation. But Steve Kerr also guided. A really, really good team into being a great team. All right, no doubt. Into bring, being a dynasty. Yep. Change the offense. And so, look, I don't, you got to give Steve Kerr all the credit in the world for that. No doubt. He's earned it. And just like I talked about, you know, I'm never surprised about the numbers. 
as we keep moving forward and this thing keeps growing, that that record's just going to get better. He may have more rings added to the resume. I mean, he's in a great place right now. Let's hear from Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant following this ball game. Kevin Durant averaging 25.8 points, 6.5 boards, 5.6 assists, just under two blocks, shooting 52% from the floor, also 47% from three. Those are Durant's numbers during the 10-game Warriors winning streak. Uh, and Durant winds up having a huge game tonight. Another one of those nights where you look up and you go, oh, Durant had 33. It was a quiet 33. Well, the reason it was a quiet wow. 33 was because he hit thirteen, he hit 12 free throws out of 13 tonight. Uh, let's hear from Kevin Durant post game following the Warriors' victory. Uh, it was intense. Um, I feel like every team comes and plays hard, but you play as hard and you got talent along with it that can match us. Uh, you know, it's going to be a great game, especially on the road. You know, Boston is historical. Uh, franchise and historical uh, arena, so we knew the crowd was going to be ready for it. You know, so it was a great game for us. How much does it benefit you to play a playoff game of caliber, a playoff caliber game like this, sure. in terms of make it to where you want to go throughout the course of the season? I mean, it's good for us, but you know, we can just play who's in front of us and try to focus on us as much as possible. But tonight is one of those games where, um, you know, it's going to be up and down, a lot of lead changes, a lot of ebbs and flows in the game because it's a little different with a team that's that want to do the same things we do so you know they prepare different they scheme different they guard is different so um i think it's just a clash of two great teams with great preparation and detail on that offensive rebound one of you guys how much of your job is to try to kind of drag two bodies down yeah uh Usually the two guys that's at the free throw line, they're usually just pinch in anyway. So I didn't I don't think I did anything special. I think the guys at the wing is supposed to come in and box out the shooter um, um, and grab that deep, that long rebound if it bounces that far. But um, Draymond, I guess, caught everybody off guard, was able to get that rebound. But I had nothing to do with that thing. Do you feel like you set the tone in terms of getting to the free throw line and creating opportunities and being kind of the X factor? I think I just got shots up tonight. Um, I could have been more aggressive getting to the cup, but I, I shot some quick ones. But it's a couple times they got their hand in there um, and bailed me out a bit. Uh, but, you know, and all in all, I just like, I like getting shots up. Can't become too much players when you're aggressive. What were you looking for and what were your mindset overall when you're getting your shot and getting the line? I'm just trying to get to my spots as much as possible. Steve um, said the lady. Go ahead. They, they were kind of dragging the markets in the line, but I think he was great. I think he was great. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's rough when you got uh, quick point guards coming at you like that. Kyrie, Terry Rozier, um, they come downhill at you. I thought he did a great job of moving his feet, blocked a couple shots at the rim, rebounded well. You know, I like where he's at. It was his fourth game and yeah. got a guard. Guys like that in the pick and roll because he only could get better from here. So you said the leading up to this game, the opponents you've been decimated by injuries, but you needed a game like this. What does that mean as you guys bring that win streak to 10? Uh, I guess it's just good for us to come in here and grind out a W. I mean, we'll forget about it in the morning, but, you know, tonight, for us tonight, that game was good. To, everybody felt good coming in here and knowing that uh, we haven't played this type of, with this type of intensity in a long time, especially on the road. So um, it was good to feel that, but, you know, we know this uh, it's a little different than any other game, you know, especially with this team and this building. So um, 
hopefully we just build on this and keep growing and keep getting better. Every once in a while, there's a game that reminds you the playoffs aren't too far away. And I think tonight was kind of that game. I mean, it was intensity, emotion, every shot, your your mouth was open. And, J.D., I got to be honest, I thought the game, all right, they make this one, it might be it. And the Warriors would get a stop. They played some hell of D tonight. So did the Celtics. And if we get a, game, a seven-game series with these two teams, again, count me in. The next time these two teams play, March 5th. So circle that one on your calendar. Tuesday, March 5th at Oracle Arena. Not exactly around the corner, but it's it's coming. It's closer than you think. Only about five, six weeks away. About five and a half weeks away, and time does fly. We were already blown through January. The Warriors have blown through January with just one loss to this point. Now 10-1 and in January. Warriors win it over the Celtics. We got your play of the game coming up. We're also going to hear from DeMarcus Cousins, Stephen Curry, maybe even Clay Thompson as well. Warriors win it. 115-111, 115-111, it's Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson with you. Warriors win it in Boston, 115-111, their 10th consecutive win. Warriors have won nine straight on the road and also 13 of their last 14 on the road. That goes back to December 3rd. You know the one team that beat the Dubs on the road since December 3rd? Can you get it? Can you get it? Oh, you know I know. The Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Yeah. The Utah Jazz. Utah. December 19th uh, back in, in Salt Lake City. That's the Warriors' lone Home or road loss. They've actually lost, what, four games at but home? They could have two at oh. Utah, Jarebko. Over that Dip span, yeah, yeah, exactly. And Jarebko got them one back uh, in October. We're going to hear from Stephen Curry and also Clay Thompson, I believe, coming up here. But first, let's get to our play of the game brought to you by Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Burlingame featuring the all new XT4 crossover SUV or visit putnamgm.com. It's time. For the play of the game. He got it! Now, here's the play of the game. Andre across half, setting up play for an open right wing three. Cash money millionaires! 111 108. Kevin Dana on the call there tonight in for Tim Roy. And the Warriors had the lead at that point. Huge shot. That might have been the biggest shot of the night. And he had been quite relatively quiet, but that's the beauty of Clay. The the moment is never too big. He belongs, and he let it go. And I was like, ah, uh, this bottom or Gucci. He's got no. They're just. He's got no compunction, man. He would just. It will go. He'll just let it fly. And that's what they say. Well, I should know, but uh, shooters have no memory. JD. Clay Thompson averaging twenty four and a half points. 54% shooting. 48, That's higher than both his other two 48 counterparts. from three during the 10-game winning streak. So you got Steph at 30-and-a-half, Durant at 25-8, Clay at 24-5, and then you've got Draymond Green averaging six-and-a-half, eight boards, nine assists with a steal and a block. How did he miss the two free? Come on, Dre. you got to make those now, Day-Day. Tough environment. 
What does that mean? It's You're a champ. A Three times over. He made the big play to get the Dude, rebound, and then he wanted one. no part of that yeah, ball. He did right. That was a heady play. Yeah. That was a heady play, and I do think Durant. Was it a heady play by default, or? Durant said he didn't have anything to do with the the rebound, yeah. but I thought the way Durant was jockeying for position right. in there actually might have, may have I got nervous. When that went out, I was like, oh, my gosh. Let's go ahead and hear from Stephen Curry uh, post game, and we're just going to play one little piece here as Curry was talking about getting Demarcus Cousins back in the fold and how that's working out. People are settling in, settling into the rotations with Demarcus, and we got an edge about us. It hasn't been perfect, and we know we can still get better, but. Um, We've talked about putting a run together for a while now, and we're right in the middle of a, a really good one. And it's we want to create good vibes, especially with All Star break coming up, and continue to build momentum on the second half of the season. Yeah, I, I look, it's going to be a work in progress as far as Demarcus Cousins goes, and Stephen Curry speaking to that. I, I think still winning while it's working. They're progress. winning. It's four and zero. They're winning. Oh, look at you, 4-0. and <laughs> I mean, Clippers, Lakers, Wizards, Celtics. Boom, 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 4-0. I'm interested to see how he bounces back physically because he, he took a spill no, and there were a couple of awkward hurt. steps. Bump, bump knees with Curry. Yeah, a couple of awkward steps tonight for DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, so I'll be interested to see how he makes it through tomorrow and then to Monday, and then the Warriors are going to get a couple of days off. They'll practice Wednesday, and then things are going to get fun next week. Yeah, primetime again Thursday, right? Yeah, primetime Thursday. Boogie's and then, a home debut. And then primetime on Saturday, a week from tonight, we'll be at Oracle for the Warriors and the Lakers again. Yeah, okay, yeah. big payback, James like the Brown. Lakers were just in it, Oracle. Is, Lakers may have a new coach by that time. Who wow. knows? They lose tomorrow night at home to uh, – you know, the lowly, uh, who did I tell you they got tomorrow? Sons. Let's get to Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson after the ball game, as Clay mentioned, hit the maybe the biggest shot of the night for the Warriors. He finishes with 21 points on 8 of 16, 3 of 8 from 3. Here's Clay Thompson after the game. Our defense at the end, you know, uh, they were shooting very or made some timely shots, but we didn't get discouraged and we made a couple bad turnovers. We uh, stuck with it and tried to force out of Kyrie's hand and make someone else beat us. What do you think was key in, uh, as a team individual Just being aggressive. I said it before, the basketball guys tend to favor the aggressor. And we were attacking, you know, one through five guys are ready to put the ball on the floor and make a play. When you can do that, it's, uh, it's fun to be a part of. You guys are playing the pick roll different. How's that change? Not as much switching, so uh, communication is key. Can't relax. And DeMarcus has been great. Um, you saw what he hit that steal out of Kyrie. He blocked the rim. He's been really good for us on defense. You know, I think he'd be a step slow because of what he had to go through, but he's not, and he's been incredible. Steve mentioned uh, leading up to this game, the, the Yeah, but you can't, I mean, injuries suck. They're the worst part of sports. But you can't feel sorry for the team because we've been injured plenty of times and teams are going to feel sorry for us. They want to come in and beat the, beat the crap out of us then. So you still got to, when teams are depleted, it's hard. It's, you got to take advantage because there's no, nothing's given in this league. And uh, like I said, injuries suck. I wish that on no one in any sport because you want to play everyone fully healthy, but it's the, it's the worst part of sports. Do you think this one was the practice for final? Are you coming here, June? I don't know, man. I'm trying to just embrace tonight 
Indiana on Monday because if you start thinking of June, you uh, overlook the process, which is the most fun thing about it. You are going to be in June, right, again? Um, I'm not sure. I can't. I'm not a fortune teller. <laughs> Clay's not a fortune teller, that but hey, don't great. don't. By the way, just Johnny Calendar over here. Uh-oh. If you don't wait till June, because if you wait till June, it might be a little too late. The finals actually start May 30th. Wow! The, wow. Fi- the finals actually start May 30th this year. So if if you wait till June, you're going to be down 0-1. If uh-huh. you if you wait till June to get it rolling, chances the Warriors are uh, knee deep in some clam chata. Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah, I think. Okay. It, if not, all right. Already within the hour. Okay. Within After the a hour. Nice win. Yeah. Feeling good. Well, nice win. Well, and then on to Indiana and then back home. Uh, I hate uh, Oladipo not playing because yeah, they were a little tough bad. team. No, that's too bad. That was a, that was probably the second most intriguing game just in terms of basketball yeah, right. because of the way the Clippers have been playing and the way the Lakers have been playing lately and how shorthanded the Lakers are. This game was the number. This game was the premier event as far as the I basketball I can watch it goes. again. I think I am at some juncture. I think I probably will too. Might be when I'm getting that getting that workout in yeah, tonight there you at about ten forty five. Cardio. Get that cardio in, Goo. All right. Well that that's gonna do it, Guru. I wanna let everybody know as well for the play of the game. Ten thirty Monday with you and Steiny. Can't wait. I didn't mention that earlier. We did the read, but yeah, you know the play of the game was the Clay Thompson three pointer, one eleven, one oh eight. Warriors had the lead. Uh, so 10.30, you guys will call for it. Know the play of the game then, and it, and it's all good. All right, that's going to do it for us. want to thank Alex Scott. want to thank Nash. want to thank Alon. want to thank everybody. Did I forget anybody? All right, uh, Joe. Yeah, Joe was here as well. want to thank everybody uh, for their help in putting this show together, for Kevin Dana and, and everybody. You the Warriors me, get JD. it done. Well, yeah. Oh, you, okay. did, thank you, too. It's implied. Daryl Guru Johnson. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Goo and Steiny are back 2.30 on Monday with Warriors Live before the Warriors take on the Pacers. They're back even before that at 10 o'clock with their show, which you can hear each and every day right here at 95.7 The Game from 10 a.m. until noon. So keep it locked here as the Warriors win their 10th consecutive game. They get it done in Boston, 115-111, and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.